Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 176. 176 trombones. Johnny, as always, you fucking nailed it, buddy. Oh, man, it's so good to just add a one before the same jokes I did who knows how long ago. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Joey? Oh, ooh, I called you Joey. That is, I'm going to go kill myself. son of a bitch. I will end this podcast right now. Shut it down. I couldn't be more sorry. <laughs> um, It's going all right. I can't complain. I'm feeling, I don't sound great, Uh, mostly because uh, I screamed my lungs out at a concert that you were at with me um on saturday and i'm still getting over a cold so i don't sound amazing but i feel pretty pretty freaking good that's good uh yeah that's right we went to a concert together on saturday night it was a true delight to see you in your element it was very very fun for me i had an absolute fucking blast it was one of the best concerts i've ever been to i had a really 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 fun time I'm very glad that you came. I'm glad that I was there as well. Uh, it was, uh, for the listener at home, it was James's 44th Dave Matthews concert, and I got to yeah. be there for it. Yeah. Uh, did you reflect it all in the aftermath? Like, was it, like, do you rank all those concerts, or are they kind of all kind of together? Um, Not all of them, because there's 44, and it's hard to keep track of all of them, but it's, <laughs> there's definitely, like, I remember moments, and I remember there are certain shows that I'm like, oh, that was definitely what it. this was. This was not like the set list wasn't the best, but performance wise and energy wise, it was, if not the best, extremely close to the best. Wow. Like the crowd was so into it, it was awesome. Right. Yeah, it was very very fun, and it was. You did say it was one of the best, if not the best, encore that you've seen. Is that right? It was. Yes, it was a fantastic encore. Um, it had they played one of my favorite songs and then they launched into a very rare song and then cut that short and went into ants marching which was super fun and everyone went nuts yeah it was a great time uh speaking of a great time do you want to introduce our guest um i sure do ladies and gentlemen please welcome mr joe Strat. a little baby remember <laughs> his song a little baby one of his, one yeah of his unfortunately unfortunately john didn't get to hear did little not. baby like joe did uh they uh, played that on friday night they didn't play it saturday night you know what I think would be fun for our uh, listenership? I think the cowards really appreciate, uh, James, you ranking uh, all the concerts 44 through 1. Ooh, that would be All right, good. let's go. Ready? All right, number 44. <laughs> let's not do it on the spot. Let's give James a week to think about it, and then next yeah. week, that will be the bot. And then next week, we'll find out that he didn't do his homework, and we'll do it next week. <laughs> I love the idea of you being like, the 40, this, is the, this is the worst Dave Matthews Band show I've ever seen. There are 43 better Dave Matthews band shows that I've seen. <laughs> I bet you can pick out which one was the worst. I probably could. The give, one where you had to me a little bit a baby of time. Right. That's what, yeah, next week we'll give you all that time. All right. I'll, I'll look into it. Uh, uh, the, joke di- the joke didn't land, so I'm going to say it again. The one where you had to help deliver a baby in the stands. Anyway, what were you going to say, Johnny? Thank you for being here, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh yeah, my my just not that you asked. My Dave Matthews band experience was half watching the band and enjoying the concert, and then half either getting drinks or going to the bathroom <laughs> on account of all the drinks that I went to get. <laughs> he, he got so many drinks. <laughs> there was a pile of of empty cans underneath his seat at yeah. the end of the concert. 
so in my experience, Dave Matthews Band is a wonderful time. That's it. <laughs> uh, there were a couple. So James is so good at knowing from like the first like few notes of the song or even from the previous song that was played what they're going to play next. But mm-hmm. to me, it was just sorcery. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of just, yeah, you mean the you mean the act of producing magic. Yeah, there's some music. songs I can tell that they're about to play based on the guitars. I can see what guitars they have, and I go, oh, I know what's coming. It was And wild. I did that once or twice, and Johnny was like, mind blown. <laughs> uh, James, you used to have a Dave Matthews Band uh, joke in stand-up. Do that now, please. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, any, good food, anyway. any good food experiences from the last week from the boys? I, I could share one that you and I shared together, which was uh, when we attended uh, uh, Medieval Times together. Oh, that's right! What a weekend! Yeah, you did. Yeah, Johnny, you had a you had a stellar weekend. I forgot. It's my life goes. Uh, I forget things that didn't happen to me twenty minutes before now. <laughs> we went to Medieval Times on Friday. What a time! Oh, it was it was incredibly medieval the time the whole time. <laughs> uh, uh, it, the the and I'll preface this by well. I had a very fancy meal uh, earlier in the week that uh, paled in comparison to my experience at Medieval Times, which was delicious. Uh, they gave everyone a half chicken, which is, it's an insane thing to see a man uh, dressed as a, like, uh, a feudal uh, lord um, walking around <laughs> with a hundred chickens on a tray. <laughs> not, not a feudal lord, more of a feudal surf. Oh, yeah, sorry, will. a surf. Yeah, there was a surf or a wench who was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> And they would they would say very nicely to you, uh, your chicken, my lord. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> as you're like playing on an iPhone or whatever. <laughs> uh, the whole experience is very silly and is made only more so by its the collection of its parts, where like every one aspect of it is ridiculous, and then they come together to make one beautiful ridiculous layer cake of like, here it's uh, here's a big castle. All right, great. You're gonna come inside of it and eat. That's insane. Uh, also, you came inside of it. You're gonna, you, they're gonna jack you off, and then you're gonna eat their food, <laughs> and then. Uh, Damn, gonna... dude, medieval time sounds sick. Now <laughs> I regret not going. Yeah, yeah you the don't know second... what it was like in the Middle Ages. <laughs> the second you walk in, you are smacked in the face with a uh, with essence of horse, uh, which wafts across the entire experience. Yeah, that was the thing I didn't. I, I, you mentioned that. That's something I never took into account. Yeah, it, it has to horse. Just, it. Does it just smell like horse manure? Yes, it does. Horse sweat in there. It sure it does. Stanks. There are like three guys whose whole job is to run around the entire show and pick up all the horse shit. That and you're just flung eating about. food in that stank. Yeah, in in that air. Yeah, you get you get used to it. <laughs> yeah. However, it actually adds it adds a wonderful flavor. One person who doesn't get used to it is my girlfriend, who is deathly allergic to horses and was struggling the whole time. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! For, for your girl. Did she take anything? Yeah, she took she took like things like well in advance. Was very well planned, and it. I, I bet it did help, but I think she is just so she would not have survived in that time. No. Oh, Johnny, I don't think. I mean, listen, none of us would. No, no, no. Of no. course not. Neither of the three of us. It wouldn't have been because we're allergic, though, dude. We're <laughs> fucking, fucking stronger than that. We I'm would have just been. Help. We would have just been murdered immediately yeah, yeah. for it, honestly, some other reason. Them not having like PlayStation or candy would have been a huge concern for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I like. like the the whole the whole show was awesome, but the whole time I was also thinking this could be PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think I, I laughed at the end harder than I've laughed in a very, very long time. Uh, myself yeah. and friend of the pod, Dino DiMartino, who was on our Sopranos episode. Uh, yeah. Towards the end, like the their guy who's been in character the whole time and talking uh, is still... He's, he's like the, que- the queen's consort right. or whatever. And he's still there and he's still doing the voice and he goes... We'll let everyone leave in small doses so that you can maintain social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> and out of, for whatever reason, it hit Dino and I at the exact same moment, and we just started laughing so hard and then just kept <laughs> riffing on things of like, like we only do this because Delta has gotten out of hand <laughs> and just kept doing COVID. Like it was, it was the best. The idea of some some orator getting on, you know, a box in the middle of the town square to dole out, you know, right. the plague advice. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying, we are trying to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah. If you got Johnson and Johnson, any booster will do. <laughs> if they- if they really wanted to make it medieval, they could get so much darker. They're like, we've already chased out all the Jews, but people keep dying. <laughs> please, please see the concierge on your way out for complimentary leeches for bloodletting. <laughs> yeah. Some of my other favorite moments were right before they went in, they said, there are only two rules. One, don't bang your metal bowl against the metal plate. Just clap your hands. And two... When the what was the, what's what was the bird that was going around a falcon? Oh, the falcon. When the falcon's going around, don't put your hands up. <laughs> Johnny, I have a sneaking suspicion there are way more rules than. They <laughs> oh no! That's all they said. They said there are two rules. <laughs> They're like, here are the only two things that don't fly here. One, don't bang the. <laughs> which also, I don't know that anyone was like chomping at the bit to bang the pots and pans. But and after pots I was together. But as soon as they said it, it's like. I really, I really want to say that's all I want to do because <laughs> it was delivered with an air of like, listen, when you sit down, you're going to want to smash all this shit together. You are, go- you're going to be overtaken with an urge to bang your plate against the bowl, of- the ladle of soup that we give you. <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. The whole experience was ridiculous. It was a great time. And the and food pretty good, like not great, but like you don't expect great food there. Like it was, it was like, I enjoyed no. it. It was like tomato soup, garlic bread, two medieval staples, uh, and then <laughs> half, half a chicken, a, a salty brick of potato, and uh, one other thing? Uh, uh, corn. Center cut corn. Oh, yeah. And then a, a nub of corn that was great. And then for dessert, it was like ice cream that was like extra frozen. I think the ice cream was the worst part. The ice cream was dog shit. Right. Yeah. But everything else I'm like was pleasantly surprised by. Yes, I would have loved a true medieval dessert like a Butterfinger or, or some other sort of <laughs> That's gross right. candy that yeah, no yeah, one yeah. should eat. Like a, like a Heath all, McFlurry. Wait, yeah. Joe, Joe, did you just talk shit about Butterfinger? Yeah, I'm not crazy about a Butterfinger. Dude, I, I like the, you in the throat. You shut your fucking mouth. Okay? I like the idea Don't of a dare. Butterfinger. It's also a Nestle product, which can get fucked. Yeah, th- all right, that's fair. Um, um, but, wait, so Joe, tell us about your an- the antithesis of that experience. Oh, you- yeah. So uh, for anyone who's, you know, wondering should i go to medieval times or three-star michelin restaurant uh 11 madison park go ahead and skip on over to medieval times and throw flowers in the air as you do so uh because 11 madison park was a fucking dog shit experience and and there came multiple points in the night over the over 10 courses of food where i thought am i stupid and low class enough that this just has no effect on me or is this just bad 
And as James astutely pointed out when I saw him this weekend, both things can be true. <laughs> yeah. The answer to that, Joe, is yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Porque no los dos. It was uh, bad. It's a, it's a restaurant that has recently uh, gone vegan with its menu, which is not why it's bad. But, it but they help. haven't figured it out yet. They're still working out a lot of kinks, it sounds like. In, in, in this chef's mind, uh, to go vegan is to have either mushrooms or leeks and nothing else. And, uh, and guess what? If you don't like them, here's 10 fucking courses of it. <laughs> right. It is, it's, I'm, I am so bummed for you because when I went, it was like lived up to the hype for me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm happy for you that that happened. I will, will begin to submit pieces to the New York Times raging against the very idea of fancy food culture. But also, like I, maybe the vegan thing does throw me a bit because there's two. Th- I, I I did a bunch of reading after you sent me this because I was so bummed yeah. for you. The, a couple years before, so they were voted best restaurant in the world, and then what they did is they slashed their menu and they went from like 14 courses down to seven and kept the price the same. And now what right. they did is they went from like getting rid of all of their big ticket purchase items like all the steak and lobster and foie gras and like caviar and kept it the same price so like it feels like a calculated move in a lot of ways that part is uh, a fucking punch in the face because it's like it's not it's just it's not it shouldn't work right uh that's that's not i hate to be <laughs> be the fucking idiot who got taken for a ride and it's like but that's not fair but it like isn't no it isn't <laughs> The next night, I, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's a bummer to spend that much money on food and have it be bad. And I, I was, I felt very bad for my fiance because, uh, she's been dying to go to this place for like 10 years. And then we both also, it, we did the 915 seating and then we were out of there by like, I don't know, 1215. Right. And we both were like, it's tomorrow and we're tired and like pissed off. Yeah. It was not fun. Well, I'm bummed. Uh, yeah. I ordered Chinese food last night. And it was awesome. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, all of my food joys come from like such base level desires. That's like I don't give a shit about the thing that you're chopping into a clay pot to show me. It's not going to do anything for me. If unless there's a zebra cake under there, it's probably not going to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know. We should go to like a night, a fancy pants place sometime that's like meat and like carnal things that you enjoy because I do think that you would love it. And yeah. that wouldn't be Peter Luger's, correct? We could do that if you wanted to. We could do. We should do Peter Luger's. I would love to group. do a Luger's. I think night. let's do it. That would also fit with this episode. Um, what a wonderful segue! Yeah, James. Uh, what a great co-host you are. <laughs> I got you, bud. Wait, real quick though, Johnny, where did you get really good Chinese food? Because I want to see if they delivered to me. It's literally two doors down from my apartment. Ooh, I just told everyone where I live. Uh, That's okay. Come visit me. Let's dox him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, you know what you can do is beep that part. Oh, great. And then this is fun banter. Yeah, and then you'll also have to bleep when I say that you live on (laughs) Brooklyn. There Uh, we go. And Joe works at (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, um, bleep all that. Bleep that. <laughs> bleep, yeah, bleep. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have we're gonna have a section full of fun bleeps. But you know what's fun not bleeps. full of fun bleeps because it was on network television is Parks and Recreation. What are you eating? I call this turf and turf. It's a 16 ounce T-bone and a 24 ounce porterhouse. Also whiskey and a cigar. 
I'm gonna consume all of this at the same time because I am a free American. The cigars inside, sir. Fine. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we are belatedly celebrating six million subscribers with the Turf and Turf from Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and to find other ways to say cool words. Right. <laughs> Parks and Rec, really fun show. Uh, if I give it a, a run through now, I'm curious to see how I would think about it, but I feel like it still holds up, right? Jimmy, you've done a recent watch through? Yep. Uh, I very much enjoy the show. I think it has aged somewhat poorly through... Yeah, through the Trump era, in that mm. it's while oh, its yeah, view of hum this. yeah its view of humanity is important and uplifting, it is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> People are garbage. The world is garbage. There's no hope for society. Uh, kill your neighbors. Stock up on food. Buy guns. Right. You know, aspects of it have that have aged most poorly are uh, Leslie's like weird sex crush on Joe Biden, which is now just like not fun at all. Yeah. And the parts of it that are like, you know, I don't even want to say like pro-government, but like the parts that are like celebrating the like the weird optics of neoliberalism. Does that, that make sense? It truly doesn't, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the whatever. parts that wouldn't hold up is like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that became like, I feel like Aziz's like personality type stuff, like a lot of those like personality bits. Yeah. feel like dated now for sure there are and especially the early seasons there are a few jokes about like that aziz is the butt of or he's like there's at one point he straight up tries to give uh what I, the uh what's her name uh the nurse he straight up tries oh. to give her a nanny cam for her to put in yeah, bedroom. he gives her a, a teddy bear that has a camera in it. Like, yeah, Tom Tom being like a, a, a wannabe Lothario does, like, it, show up as creepy a couple it times. Played, it played more as, like, a sex creep earlier on. Yeah. And, like, it's just a, yeah, what it was, it, it's not like, it's not like you're like, oh, my God, but it's just like, ooh, that didn't, He's He's that no Patrick right. Harris's character from How I Met Your Mother, but, like, much less blatant, I would say. Right. With no money. I thought you were going to say... That early on in the, like the first couple of seasons, there's a lot of jokes about Tom being like Leslie just making weird Indian jokes about Tom and him having to be like, "I'm from South Carolina." Like they, that happens like four times. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. is that? But is that first season when they were still trying when, when it they was were like, finding their she way? She was like Michael Scott Light. They it goes on a little bit into the second season, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, got it. Well, the show overall. Remember, very much enjoying it. And this scene from mm -hmm. it where he eats a 24-ounce steak and a 16-ounce steak is wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the turf and turf. Yeah. Ron Swanson, the, uh, the reason everyone who, is li uh, who claims to be a libertarian now is, uh, is the way they are. Yeah. It's a very Ron Swanson moment. Like, it's very yeah. on character for him. <clears throat> Right. Uh, but it was goes, just there an are excuse. no rules, and then there are very clearly rules. It's an excuse for Babish to make uh, two giant steaks, and he looks like both of them are great. Looks like they're two delightful steaks. They do look absolutely fantastic. One is the porterhouse, which I've never ordered a porterhouse just because very often it's only offered as like a forty-eight ounce, like fuck you type steak. <laughs> yeah, um, but they are. There's it. It's, it's two delicious for cuts two, of steak. Right? Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If two people each eat one and a half pounds of steak, you, it's a rough. There's no sex happening that mm -hmm. night. <laughs> um, it is God. It does have two delicious cuts of meat on it, but also yeah. I do think if you order steak, 
this is a controversial statement. If you order steak on the bone, you're getting ripped off. Because of the weight that that yeah, accounts for? Because yeah, you're paying you're paying for a lot more weight because of the bone. Maybe in restaurant, it makes right. more sense. But like, Oh, you're saying if you were at like a butcher to buy something that's a lot yes. of bone and you're paying by the weight. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, but I mean, also, I, also at a restaurant, because they'll be like, hey, here's a 24-ounce porterhouse and like, how many ounces of that is the bone and like what are they like what's the cut right like, depending on where you think, go if it's like yeah if you're paying i haven't had a t- and again i haven't had like a lifetime of experience to know the difference but the few times i've had it with the bone it's not there's not like not much such an appreciable difference where i'm like you gotta get the bone on it right. kenji talks about this in his book it's a uh, myth that like cooking something on the bone like makes it more flavor it'll like it'll retain heat and moisture better because it's like one big mass but it's just like that's a physics thing it's not a the bone imparts flavor he like debunked mm-hmm. that in his book mm-hmm. see what i what i always struggle with is i go to the butcher for the bones and i feel like i get i get you know duped <laughs> out of that you're getting too much meat on these bones I'm yeah a big bone I, guy. I say hey excuse me butcher man please <laughs> remove the meat from my bones because i want to gnaw on them uh, my anyway. my girlfriend doesn't really eat beef, and as a result, I just like haven't eaten nearly as much beef in the last like year or two. I don't know when the last time I had like a big like steak was. Like it's been definitely pre pandemic. Mm-hmm. Really, just been that long? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I do it. I do it for my birthday, and I love just do like. Oh, I've done it a steak? few times over the last couple of years. We did. It for I went Christmas to. Last I went year. to like. Oh, no, I'm just. I went to like a good. Yeah, the, I for yeah for Christmas I did it for, but that was like a. Um, a tenderloin and then yeah. i did for my birthday i got a big ass ribeye and i went to like both times i've gone to like two good butchers and it makes such a difference it's oh, yeah. so good yeah i i think and maybe this is wrong is that i would rather have a good burger than a good steak i think i would more consistently have a good burger actually you know what i think that's a fair hmm. it's the thing that i get more often like steak is a like twice a year thing if that yeah but like uh well, we'll know. I also, what do you mean by a good burger? Do you mean like a high quality burger? Because I think, yeah, the best. No, bu- no, the company Good Burger from the movie. Yeah, that's right. But I don't, I don't think I don't like fancy plussed up burgers. I don't think they're as good. Like a I, steakhouse burger with what, like made with all the cuts of beef that would be in other things, like all mushed together, is incredible. It is, but I don't think it's that much better. Like I'm saying, the distance between that good type of burger, burger and like yeah. a and like a uh, Shake Shack burger street. is not as wide as doing like a shitty steak and sure. a really good. Right. Steak. I wonder. Like we were talking about Peter Luger earlier. I like so I've had the burger there. I've never had a steak there. I would be curious to go get a steak there and then see which of those experiences I liked better. <laughs> it will also depend on who's with you and what sides you get. Okay, but like just straight up, like the <laughs> eating of the burger or the eating of the steak. Like I, I think. Know, I know. Oh yeah, I, I get it. I get jokes. I understand how this works. <laughs> I was too deep in my trying to think if 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 I really have this opinion. No, I exist merely to uh, derail your thoughts. Um. Yeah, but any thoughts on this app? I mean, it was just like a cooking a couple steaks. I feel like we've done steaks a couple times. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty pretty straightforward. He didn't really do anything like crazy special. He cooked the porterhouse slightly weird in that he stood it up on the bone oh yeah that was just interesting. like a special it was like a, I guess like a special it. steakhouse he said like like florentine it. style like you know, yeah. like like those italians do <laughs> <laughs> uh 
um and then yeah he did he did yukon gold taters um love a yukon gold great great vehicle for mashed potatoes i thought the the he he said he did um white pepper instead of black pepper oh, yeah, in the, in the taste so that he wouldn't have speckled potatoes which does not bother me yeah it doesn't bother me either but i i've had heard and seen that a bunch that is a thing people do because they don't want spots well, in their potatoes I think uh, it, it looks like Dalmatians. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, and then the he and uh, his lawyer, Sawyer, uh, Sawyer the lawyer, <laughs> share cigars at the end. And cigars are gross. <laughs> yep. I hate I hate cigars. They're fucking nasty, dude. I got hella buddies who love them, and that's great. But, man, I, I there's a small part of me that's like, I want this to be wanted. But then, uh, then I'm that- a cigar guy. You know what it is? Is <laughs> this this ties perfectly back into Parks and Rec because there's this whole episode where all Tom Haverford wants yep. is to get membership into this uh, cigar club at this that in, in <laughs> and so he does all this stuff. He's like, I just want to wear a robe and smoke cigars. And <laughs> and Leslie, I he, he I don't think he can get into no, it. He can't so get Leslie in. Leslie like creates this thing for him, and she goes through all this. And he gets to the end, and he puts the robe on, and he sits down, and and he lights a cigar and he takes one puff and he goes, I do not like this, <laughs> which is exactly how I feel about cigars. Just, I, only have, I only ever have one puff in me. Exactly. That's what that captures is I only ever just, have one, oh. one in me. And then I go, my mouth is like sore. <laughs> yeah. I, my mouth. Yeah. It like stings in a way that is not pleasant. And now I'm just spitting every every. 30 seconds to get whatever this is out of my mouth. I had it's my like last a, cigar, I think, like four years ago, and I stopped tasting it on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is essentially it's a binky for adult men. It is just... <laughs> it, like, I got an uncle who loves to chew a cigar, and it's like... that. It just... Oh, it's yeah. A the number of... I would, if you got rid of the number of performative cigar smokers... You, there you, would be three cigar smokers left. I was gonna say you nuke the industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I fun fact about me: when my friends and I turned eighteen, uh, and we realized that we could uh, purchase certain illicit things, uh, we all were like, "Well, cigarettes are gross. We will become smokers of cigarillos." <laughs> oh yeah, Every, buddy, buddy, everybody did. Did, that. did you also get a lottery ticket? <laughs> Yes, and then I burned a hole through it with my cigarillo. <laughs> I was like, "This lottery ticket's number is grape." Because <laughs> I got the grape cigarillos and then the wine tips. Anyway, um, any other app thoughts? Feels <coughs> felt pretty good. Yeah, uh, pretty straightforward, pretty solid. This this episode uh, was released. Oh, that's... What? Oh, I was, okay. What you're about to say? March tenth of twenty twenty, the last episode <laughs> before the shit. The event horizon of the, <laughs> of the pandemic. He has and, an amaze uh, partnership for a trip to New Zealand, and Joey just in the middle of it, like happened. he's like, "Oh, that definitely didn't happen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, did we confirm if Omaze is even a thing anymore? Omaze is still around. Let me pull oh. it back up, uh, as as best I can tell. Uh, and just a, a cursory look at their site: win this four point three million dollar LA dream house, help rebuild homes for those in need. Enter now. Well, those feel like conflicting ideas, Omaze. <laughs> Win a classic 1958 Porsche 356A and support women and children at risk. So is Omaze's whole thing is you can get something good maybe 
if you help us solve the world's problems with money. Mm-hmm. That sounds like what it that is. That sounds great. And we'll take a little off the top, and that's how companies work now. <laughs> well, but yeah, good. this the it is hilarious that this was also like a celebration episode. Like he was so like things are going so well, things are great. Yeah, it was like his my six life. million like, subscriber episode. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have um, six million subscribers, and this. <laughs> this being March 10th, this week can only continue to get better. <laughs> At the end, he um, defied anyone to tell him what could possibly go wrong, which was a weird way to end an episode. But <laughs> He said there, there's no possible way anything in the entirety of this world could come and ruin our lives. Which, what is crazy is over the course of, the, knowing that this was March 10th, 2020, over the course of the pandemic, he has added 3.3 more million subscribers. He has been tapering down, though. Like, I bet if you looked at the the chart of his followers increasing, it's been slower as of late than I think it's ever been. But that's just like YouTube. Sure, growth. but in eight in the last 18 months, he's added. He grew by 30 percent. Yeah, it's still pretty great. And I mean, some of that has to probably do or 50 percent. I never know how percentage growths work. Percents are tough. <laughs> they are. Uh, cross multiply and solve for X, James. Johnny or Joey, don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Whatever. Let's, let's move on. So let's, uh, great app. Uh, Joey, friend of the pod, frequent guest, <laughs> is going to tell us what his Very ideal meal guest. is. If you've been listening yeah, the past few weeks, we've yeah. been doing our ideal meal one every yep. time. James went last week. Joe's going to go this week, and I'll go mm-hmm. eventually. I crushed it. Joe, Joe's never going to live up to what I did last week, but he's going to oh, try. All right. Almost certainly not. So, Joey, uh, your ideal I, meal, does it start with still or spark? Oh, no, you wanted to give a preamble. I, I just want to set th- something up. I do have – there are two parts to a couple of these because I have the restaurant and the homemade version. But I, I do also, at the end of all of ours and all of the coward ones, I would love to do a junk food version where we each do our seven-course junk food meal. Okay, sure. When you say the okay. restaurant and the homemade version, I am yes. going to make you pick one of those. Okay. Yes. And we'll also, also, I love you just throwing out, like, yes, obviously everyone has a seven-course junk food meal in, in their back pocket. If you don't, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> this is your ideal meal, and I want to know the pig slot version that you would never tell anyone about. <laughs> but no, but that's – no, that's – and I that's the ideal meal. It's no. not – you don't have to tell anyone about it. It's – it's what your ideal meal. Joey, we want, be- you, we want you to be comfortable enough in your own skin to reveal yeah, your Joe, real you meal. You should right have, now. knowing you as a person, knowing the trash that you are, <laughs> you should have some junk food on your meal. I had buffalo wings. Get the fuck out of my face! If you All if right. you suddenly are like, oh, I like Coco Van, I'm gonna choke you out. All right. All right. <laughs> Still water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sparkling's gonna take up too much room. Fever I dog. accidentally said sparkling at eleven Madison, and I meant still, and then I think it fucked me up the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> you told him the wrong water. <laughs> it's got bubbles in it. I got scared. What if all those bubbles explode inside me? I'm a. You couldn't. I'm, you couldn't switch it. You couldn't be like, hey, by the way, can I get still instead? You're me, all right. You're me. You're sat in the most fancy restaurant you could ever possibly have ever think to set foot in. What are you gonna call over the waiter who makes more than you and ask him to change the water that you're drinking? <laughs> uh, I, I'm watching through Succession right now, and I just finished season two, which was the like uh, 
not court hearings, the the Senate hearings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, cousin Greg goes up there and doesn't know how to talk. And they go, you can speak normally. Like he says, like a bunch of like nonsense sentences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, you can speak if, normally. Because if, if, if it is to be said, so. <laughs> I, and and so it is. <laughs> and they said, "You can speak normally." He goes, "Oh, thank you. I shall do so to thou now." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was how I comported myself the entirety of my. That's experience. great. All right, so you're gonna get still water. I'm getting still water. And now, uh, chips and salsa or bread? Uh, it's bread with a whole shit ton of butter. Uh, it's warm rolls. It also might be. Specifically, a, this memory that I have of a warm pumpernickel bread, and I don't remember where it was, but I was like six years old and I was enamored Ooh, with it. Ooh, I love that. I love a sense memory. Like a, yeah. So you're like a, a little pumpernickel roll, you're saying, right? Uh, no, it was like a fresh pumpernickel loaf. Oh, so you're saying sliced. Okay. Like All sliced right. up and and warm and slapped with butter. It I was, love that for you. And it wasn't because I've had pumpernickel, six, pumpernickel since, and it always is a touch overpowering and this i remember being very subtle uh probably because it wasn't super pumping you like a, you like a subtle pump i like a, I like a nice subtle a i like pump. three hpm that's hops yeah. per minute a little pump okay uh, uh right. appetizer uh well first i'm gonna say my drink johnny oh, I'm, st- but that's oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go kill myself again <laughs> uh and i i'm starting with an old-fashioned i'm getting an old-fashioned i'm gonna drink an old-fashioned for this thing. i love it and I'm going to keep a steady stream of them. And specifically, they are old fashions made by a uh, former roommate of the pod, Patrick, uh, <laughs> at his family's uh, Thanksgiving Eve mixer. <laughs> Patrick did make very good uh, old fashions. Also, up an old also fashion. a former roommate of mine. He, yes. I don't even like old fashions particularly that much. And he made very good old fashions. Do, yeah. you, know, do, you, know what he, not... do you know what kind of uh, what bourbon he used or what, what rye? Or do you know if it was bourbon or rye? I'm pretty sure it was bourbon. He might have made a rye for James because I know James. I think it was bourbon, but it wasn't even necessarily the. I don't even know if he used the same one every time. It was like Jim Beam, probably. He was just like he was just freestyling. It was just like very. It wasn't. Sometimes old fashions can be like too sweet and too. His were much more subtle. Yeah, like very nice. I love it. And not and. Yeah, a lot of old fashions are on one end of the spectrum or the other, where it's overpowering. Yeah, so listeners, if you can find Patrick and just <laughs> have him make you old old fashioned, that's what we would if recommend. If you too right. lived with Patrick <laughs> at some point, yeah. If you, if in 2015 you could answer a Facebook ad and then move in with uh, Patrick <laughs> uh, out of necessity in Bushwick, right? That's what I recommend. That you uh, should wait, do. yours wasn't you a Facebook wrong. ad. If he posted on Facebook and I just responded to him, oh, I didn't but you really were know friends. Him. We were, we were friends on Facebook, but I had spoken to I had spoken to Patrick maybe twice, and I had never spoken to Joe. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's we had fun. Met, we we all knew each other tangentially through. Uh, yeah, it was like oh, mic. we like ran in the same circles and had done a few um, oh, like open mics, open mics right, together, right, right. but I'd never like had a conversation with. I Joe. didn't realize that. That's great. What a fun time. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so, Appetizer. also, if I can. If oh, I sorry. can have a beer, I would love it to be a Bell's Two Hearted, but we can no! later. No, Joe. <laughs> One drink, Joe. One drink. <laughs> My appetizer is a Bell's uh, Two Hearted. <laughs> is, is a Bell's Two Hearted? Yeah. <laughs> All my whole meal is drinks, <laughs> and this is my intervention. Uh, the restaurant option is ham croquettes from Red Hook Tavern. Ooh. The homemade option is Amanda's caramelized onion dip with uh, warmed pita. Cool. So those, which is it? Those are fun. Those are two fun choices. Yeah, now make one, yeah. you fucking coward. It's, it's the ham croquettes. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah, yeah get fucked, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> These are they're all gonna just be the restaurant one. I'm just gonna go restaurant one the whole okay, thing. Yeah. Do they wait, do the ham croquettes come with any dipping sauce or are they so or are they it's, gooey it's, and cheesy enough? They are gooey and cheesy and salty, but not overly so. You know how like you get mm-hmm. smacked in the face with salt and you're like, it's just yeah, yeah, salt. Yeah. This is the perfect amount of salt and it's in like a, a seedy mustard. Mm. Uh, as the base that, nice. that acts as the dip and topped with a little bit of malted salt. It's a perfect bite of food. How many, how many are in order, and what size are we talking about here? I, there are three or four to an order, and they're probably about the size of like a, <laughs> like a Dunkin' Donuts donut hole. Excellent. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> a munchkin. There you go. Uh, a Timbit for all my Canadian friends. Ah. Um, all right, that's a great start. I like this. Yes. Uh, it's, it's perfect. My, for my meal... I'm gonna say the homemade one that I'm not picking, but it was uh, Amanda's short braise or braised short rib over risotto, which I, was. I love that you're just like. Yeah, you, once again, get absolutely fucked, Amanda. I love that you're just like. <laughs> He's not picking your shit. Like, well, the thing that I feel inclined to say is what I'm not picking is what my wife made me. <laughs> I yeah, said I almost, wanted to it's have almost two worse than you're. List. It's almost worse that you're mentioning these things <laughs> at all. <laughs> Uh, but for real, it's uh, I had rabbit at a place called Chez Genoux in Paris, which is like a roast rabbit with mashed potatoes and uh, this little like bouquet of uh, bacon wrapped asparagus. Like the asparagus was all in one little thing, and then there was a slice of bacon around it. Incredible. A rabbit I... dish also almost made my main list, which is very interesting. Uh-huh. Wait, a rabbit dish? A rabbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Elmer Fudd's. Rabbit would have been rabbit would have been one of the furthest meats down the list I would have predicted for all of us. I would have said the same, but I had it and it was awesome. <laughs> it is tasty. It's a tasty little um, there's not a lot of it, but it's no, tough. That's true. <laughs> and I don't require a shit ton. Um, that's a great and answer. I know I, I know I said that the meal comes with mashed potatoes, but as a side, I'm also having my own homemade mashed potatoes. Your own, yeah. They, wow, yeah. The balls. You see, this yeah. is, I think, the man. biggest gray shit. area in what we're doing because it says a main, and like yours was like a composed dish with all those things, and then do you get it's, an extra side? That's what I said from the very beginning when yes, Mark went. Well, well, no, no, no. What I'm, I don't know, because like your mashed potato. This is what I'm wondering, like, because I, I want to have two mashed potatoes. I would say no because it. Main means like your meat dish or your whatever it is, and then your side. His side would obviously be mashed potatoes. But let's go to the tape. Based based on what how it started, it was Mark's question. Based on their answer, it's you get your and what we did uh, last week is you get your main dish and it comes with all this. Right, stuff. I'm and fine then, with that. I'm just saying the gray yeah. area is like where it like a paella is like it's the rice and it's the seafood. Like it's everything comes because it's one thing. But like with Joey, right. what you're describing, like I guess I just don't know how composed it was together versus it was like different elements on a plate. You I, know? So he, uh, they, sorry, Mark lists it out as main course. To me, main course is just whatever is on the plate. Right. Well, I think we're just gonna have to like go with it as like it. It's fine. The point <laughs> is, Joey's getting two mashed potatoes because he's a dumb. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> Variety is a fool's errand. Right. Okay. So your side is different mashed potatoes. Yes. My side is my mashed potatoes that I fuck up deliciously. Uh, what's your move? What's my What's your move? Oh, what do I do? Um, it's just a, a, a like. <laughs> I use my knees. 
I step on them. It's, yeah. yeah, I get in there with my toes. Yeah. I, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I treat it like wine grapes. <laughs> uh, roast roast garlic, uh, and then uh, a little bit of um, Tony Satchery's, if you can get a hold of it. That get rare, rare spice, Tony Satchery's. I was just going to say. Among other things, we're not giving the whole recipe away. Yeah, 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 no, but you know that seasoning that's in every grocery store. If you can get it's a hit. Not. Wait, <laughs> did you just say you're not giving the whole recipe? It's mashed potatoes. It's like just up at where was max. This, where was all at this max? For James, it's like four things. And then what is this? What are you worried about the competition, Joe? Like you're not giving away. You're gonna sell your mashed potatoes. I picked them for my my ideal meal. These are competition level mashed potatoes. <laughs> All right, we'll have a mashed potato off in two days' time. Everyone bring. <laughs> All right, and now Joe, Joe's got to start stretching his knees. <laughs> Just enough time to go on the, on the search on the quest for Tony Satchery's. <laughs> right. um, dessert me. It's like a twenty-layer chocolate cake. Like the, like <laughs> the... <laughs> you know, if you go to Michael Jordan's restaurant in Chicago, that closed. 23 layer chocolate cake that's true that's insane that's it closed for layers. a reason <laughs> yeah the, the, the chalk all the chocolate expenses alone wait joe is this around. just like a specific cake you've had or a you want it's an amalgamation of all the good chocolate cakes that i've got had. it you love Com- a chocolate combining cake. them into one uh we don't have to count it but just for because I'm excited to share it, can I share the piece of shit version of my ideal dessert? Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're gonna hear your real thing now. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is the re- yeah, yeah. that's the ideal me. This is the real me. Uh, two little Debbie chocolate chip cream pies and a bag of sour patch fruits. This is so much more what you actually want. A hundred, a hundred percent. This is like a million times out of a million. Joe, what yeah. are some of your other answers that are actually your true desires for the things you just told us? Burger King chicken nuggets. Yeah, thank you. That's all I wanted. See, That's all I wanted. Is, yeah, these are the answers the people wanted, the people demanded. <laughs> That's why I wanted to be two or three other lists. I have too many things. All right, so I, I will indulge oh, you. And- actually, no, sorry. My my actual side, my actual real side, is a bite of Natalie Portman. Do you remember that? I had forgotten about that bit, but now I remember. Oh, what a pull. I think what we should do is uh, make our our garbage lists and then have like a head-to-head tournament of like the, the main that you just pretended to answer versus what you would really would have said and then like vote against the two of them. I think that's fun. Guys, I had buffalo I yeah. had buffalo wings on mine. I don't you are more comfortable I understood the assignment. I don't understand. Mine is okay. As I understand the assignment, it's list. I don't know, conservatively twenty to thirty of your favorite foods in order. <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do. To Johnny's point, I would one hundred percent love to have one of those rooms where it's like a one way. It's a one way mirror, and Johnny and I are behind it, and then in the room is our two tables. <laughs> one, one with, with, with a twenty a twenty layer chocolate cake, and then one with like a dusty bowl of, of, of sour patch kids, and like a, a smushed little Debbie's, like very obviously smushed. And then Joe is led into the room, and 
Johnny and I watch what Joe goes for, and the answer is he would be on those Sour Patch Kids so fast. It, oh yeah, it would like we we would miss it. We'd be like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't even watching. Well, he's already, he's already wait, the Sour what, Patch Kids. what you're not fathoming is that I'm sprinkling the Sour Patch Kids onto the rabbit from Shazen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see him there with like a spoon and a country crock with an untouched thing of rabbit on the side. <laughs> <laughs> As I look at the mirror that I know is a two-way and do what my heart is telling me to do. <laughs> it's like, oh, why is there this huge mirror in the room? And why did James and John take the same Uber here? <laughs> We're separated. I'm just like, well, I guess this meal's just here for me to eat by myself. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did I go behind the door that says only pick one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's actually a great meal. I think you've done phenomenally well, Joey. Yeah. Wait, the only question is now, where, so where, where, where is this happening? Who are you with? Right. When oh, is I, it? I'm alone. I'm a thousand Got percent it. alone. Love it. Yeah. I can't believe uh, I'm, I'm going to be the only one with the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I'm, and I'm, oh, where am I? Hmm. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm, I'm probably on not, no, I'm on this couch. I'm on my couch. All right. I'm on my couch and I, and I have a table that's, that looks too high, but it's perfect level for where I sit yes. on the couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, not my regular coffee table. I'll get into this, uh, next time during mine, but like. Do you not love the feeling of eating in a restaurant? This is a leading question. But for this version, oh, also I'm watching probably Cool Hand Luke. Okay. Johnny, yes, I do, especially because it's people bringing me food. Right. This is the, <laughs> but, exactly. But, but that's, Johnny, my ideal meal, I am, this food is being brought to me. I didn't make this food. This right. food is being brought to me. But like almost magically, or somebody's just like delivering it to my like the yeah no my 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 version is you guys are bringing me the food I guess yeah, yeah. If, if I could have somebody bring me that the same food at a restaurant and I could be in my own space no specifically I'm being waited on by you two and you're with cattle prods <laughs> <laughs> with cattle prods. yeah <laughs> to prevent you from spitting okay I, I'm 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 yeah, I, I was gonna say Joe, Joe that ends in violence or her death for some one of us there's something about like public energy of a restaurant though that I really really like for eating I don't know what it is sure I know I do you're absolutely right just it's not my again platonic ideal <laughs> Of where can, to eat food. Can I? My my piece of shit answer is that I'm eating it at the the Hollywood Burger King uh, off the Knickerbocker M stop in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> the Burger God, King that, that has a the bunch weirdest. Of, the Burger King of your of, like of your twenties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Where I watched a bunch a bunch of uh, young black teens playing like Settlers of Catan and making fun of me for being alone and buying chicken nuggets at Burger King. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. All right. Well. This is great. I'll do mine next time. We got all kinds of fun things coming. Uh, but yeah, well done. And keep sending yours in. Um, please. Guys! Cowards. If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gab with Babish on Instagram. And if you want to send your ideal meals... To us, we will read them, all of them. Uh, send them to gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com. 
Cowan. Okay, bye. Natalie Portman, let me get a bite. <laughs> <laughs>